Hello, everybody. Welcome to Idol Chat. Thank you so much for listening. I am Johnny Idol. Hey, check it out this week. I can't believe it. Bessie isn't with us. Uh, if you guys could do me a favor, please, and comment and say how much better it is when Bessie's on here because she's the brains of this operation and the funniest person I know. It's weird, man. But I do have a very good friend with us this week, uh, uh, my very good friend Cal, also known as Iron Rip Bison, formerly known as Tomahawk, and the man who was my final opponent from when I wrestled. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Idol. Thanks for having me. Oh, oh I'm so glad you're here. It's really good to see you. I, feel like I haven't seen you in years. Literally it, years. It's been actual years. Like, Two years or more. No, I think it's been longer than two years. We've talked, but... We've talked, but we've we talked. haven't... We haven't seen each other because just haven't been around, you No, know? no, and I haven't yeah. been, like, going to shows, and there no. were no shows for a long time because of the yeah. pandemic, and I really appreciate you being here. This is great. Uh, I just wanted to, to hit on really quick. I remember when I met you, it was on a show... It was like one of those spot shows. It was supposed to be like the next promotion. Doug Did, Summers show. Yeah. 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 Uh, you were like what? Like 20 years old or something, right? Yeah. And I remember I like, I don't even know how much of your actual match I watched. I watched some of it, you know, and I was we like, oh. the very first match, me and ZBB. That was your first match? No, not my first match. We were the first match on the show. So That's right. So I don't know if anybody watched it oh, either. I, I watched some of it, you know, and I watched some of it. And I, I remember, like, I remember seeing, like, the fundamentals were all really, really solid. And then I, but I also saw that, like, you had that thing that you can't teach. You can't teach somebody to go out and be charismatic. You can't. No. You can tell no. people all you want to go out and do this, go out and do that. doesn't mean they're going to do it. You know what I mean? I've seen so many guys who have all the fundamentals down, but they can't connect at all. And you, I'm like, this kid is like four years old, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're connecting with the, with the, with the audience, you know? And then I found out you lived in, in my area and we're way down in Rhode Island. So I remember I called, I called Tunis who was running shows at the time the yeah. next morning. And he, he doesn't say hello. He doesn't say Johnny Idol. Hi. He just answers the phone and he says, let me guess. You met a kid last night who wrestles under the gimmick Tomahawk, and you think I should book him. I was like the third person that called him that day. You know, so. Yep. So, um, what? How did you like first become interested in? It's a standard. It's a, such a standard question. I feel like yeah, such a yeah, loser asking yeah. it, but I'm, I'm not going to ask you how you get inter interested in professional wrestling, right? So, oh, I was just. Uh, my parents were flipping through the channels one day. My dad and mom always watched it on and off when they were younger, and it was on TV one day. And I think I was like, it was like 1999. I think that's when the angle happened. My first, uh, it's when mankind took off his mask. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As Cactus Jack for his retirement type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Triple H, that was the first promo I've ever seen. Was mankind coming out on stage and he's all covered in blood and he pulls off the mask. He realize he realizes he's Cactus Dang. Jack and he does his thing. And I'm like, this is awesome. So I was hooked. He could cut a promo too, man. Oh, he was. He I was love a his promos. Great promo guy. Yeah, I love his promos. Um, but yeah, so uh, it got me hooked, and then I started seeing like Kane and Undertaker and stuff. I thought, yeah. wow, this is great. And then I just fell in love, and I was always the wrestling kid at school. I always watched wrestling. Um, I was that kid too. Yeah. I think it was a little less acceptable back then when yeah. I was doing it. So uh, I actually joined my high school wrestling team. Yeah. In, uh, Actually, it was middle school because my high school was middle school, high school together. Yeah. Uh, in middle school, I joined it because I thought it was pro wrestling. And so when I went up there, I'm like, where's the ring? Yeah. And uh, my coach was like, yeah, no, we don't do that here. And so he beat the crap out of me for six years and then uh, finally got into wrestling once I graduated high school because I suck at school. <laughs> I could not. I we couldn't. <sighs> I literally told my parents, I'm not going to let you pay for college that I'm going to fail out of. Yeah, because I, the only thing that I could do to stay in high school was sports. Yeah. And I wasn't good enough for college sports. Right, right, right. So, yeah. So, like, I was like, let's go to wrestling school. It's way cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> in the yeah. long run, it's cheaper. You think that it's expensive when you see some of the prices these schools are um, yeah, yeah. going out, but it's actually compared to college. Oh, <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah. I, cool. I just really didn't fit in anywhere. You know, I didn't really fit in with any. Then I found and I got into like music and stuff and then professional wrestling. I just had a lot of trouble like fitting in. So I was a smart kid, terrible student. I'm awful at school. Terrible. Yeah. Like, I don't think I I don't think I was really even a decent student until I went to college, you know, so it, yeah. and I went I, and it was like community college or something. It wasn't like yeah, a yeah, huge yeah. thing, you know, I, as an adult, I went, you know, terrible student. So I get it. I yeah. get it. So, I mean, were people like receptive to you like being a, a uh, wrestling fan 
Yeah, I I never was in your face about it. Right. It was right. just instead of watching football and baseball, I watched SmackDown on Thursdays. I had another buddy who would watch Raw, and we would meet in the middle, and we'd share what we watched. Oh, wow. So that was kind of cool. And then now he's actually an MMA fighter. Oh, really? He, yeah, he was going to sign up at uh, Nepal with me. The first day, he broke his week. Broke his week. Broke his foot. A week after we went up there and checked it out. Wow. Right when I was going to go, I'm like, hey, man, you want to go up and let's sign up? And he's like, dude, I can't. I broke my foot. I'm Jeez. like, oh, well, well, I'll go by myself. And here we are. <laughs> did he ever? Did he ever? No, he wants to get back into. He wants to do it. He wants to. He wants to at least. He says he wants me to put him through a table because he trusts me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, he wants to get into a ring, but I don't think he ever is going to. It's It beats you up. It does. It beats it you does. up. It's it's stupid what we do. It's, it, it really <laughs> is. It's really stupid. I, I can actually feel from like when I first started, I still have a, a bone chip right in the tip of my elbow yeah. that I can still actually feel to this day. That's why I, I wore like an elbow pad for yeah, the rest yeah. of the time I wrestled, you know? So who was training over at, at New England Pro Wrestling Academy? That it was, was it Brian? It was Vegas and Fury. Vegas and Fury. Yeah. And this. actually, when like two months after I started, uh, Handsome Johnny came yeah. back from his broken back and so he was getting back in he broke his back yeah he broke his back at chaotic like wow. a, a year or two before i started and so he was actually coming back with the new gimmick and everything so he would train on tuesdays uh fury would be there but yeah. he kind of let handsome do it and then thursdays would be fury and then saturdays would be fury in vegas oh cool so it was really i cool. love johnny vegas oh, by the way johnny vegas is my favorite person two things really quick is to say should we tell people who maybe they don't know who handsome johnny is now oh yeah handsome johnny is Warbeard, uh part of war machine or what's he the viking, Ivar? i think he's Ivar, Ivar the, yeah 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 um, viking raiders on raw yeah yeah they, i haven't seen him on tv in a while but yeah he did something recently i saw like something online he did something and johnny vegas he he was working around here like before I was. We're about to say Johnny Vegas and I, I think we're the same age. I think he might be a year older than me, but yeah. he was working around here forever. And if if anybody can remember, they did on Raw, they did a like a John Cena, this is your life kind of thing. And yeah, there was, was a guy that was supposed coach. to be his, his little league coach. Hey Johnny, and this guy comes hey, down in a stupid tracksuit. That's Johnny <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> guy's great. I think he said that to you once. Hey Johnny, he says every time he sees me. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, says, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I played a uh, Sonny Goodspeed wanted to have like a party at his house not too long ago, but he didn't want me to miss a gig, so he kind of hired me to go up and play at his house. Like, and there were some people there, and Johnny Vegas is there. First thing he does, he comes up to me and is like, uh, "Hey, so I want to sing a song." I'm like, "Well, what do you want to sing?" I don't know. Okay, well, look at the songs. I don't know. I guess you're not singing, John. Then I, you know, I didn't. I know. <laughs> okay, so you started training. Uh, yeah. Any injuries in training? I mean. No, uh, no, I lied. The first bump I ever did, I knocked myself out because oh. I whiplash. Yeah, yeah. Never again. Uh, I mean, I've actually never gotten hurt, hurt in wrestling. Wow, that's I've never great. broken a finger or a toe or wow. a wrist or anything. Wow. Uh, I think it's just because I'm stupid and just I might have broken it, but I never, I you think, know, never realized. I think that's <laughs> my hand. My yeah. hand has never been quite yeah. the same since I get hit with a chair yeah. in my hand one day. Yeah. So I didn't actually get. I was rough and tough in school or uh, in my younger years doing sports. I did football and wrestling, so like, yeah. a wrestling ring wasn't going to break me. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Good point. I think I only had a couple like big ones. Like I mean, there's always the little ones. Like your your neck hurts and you got this, you got. That. But I did hurt my hip pretty good towards the end. I think that was a year before I finished. I hurt my hip wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Big Bacon, Brad Hollister, hurt my hip really bad. And when I couldn't get out of bed the next day, I text Tunis. I'm like, this time next year, I'm done. Do with that what you will. I, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, because I couldn't, I couldn't, I having beers the night before, I'm stuck in bed for an hour and a half. I couldn't move. I couldn't get out of bed. And I'm like, that's it. I did dislocate a shoulder and early on and stuff. But it beats you up in the long run kind of stuff. You know, there's yeah, the cat might bug us. That's Tristan. You met him before. Cutie. Anyways. That's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, okay. So where did you start? having matches for who where, where did you start working uh my first match was uh vegas actually got me booked at todd sopel's liberty states or when he took over that it was my first match i wrestled some guy who didn't last that long and uh my parents actually drove all the way out to i think it was peabody that there yeah. that it was and yeah. my parents it was i found out the friday before it, it was a saturday show and vegas texts me and he goes hey we have a spot uh and fury says you're okay to go uh, if you can do it, we can do it. And I, so I, what's your call? I called out of work 
as I was leaving work on that Friday, and uh, I told my parents, and they actually drove up. Uh, they left their work early on Saturday wow. to go watch me do a squash match. Yep. And I, I think I came out to Crazy Train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, literally my Were you own, doing the tomahawk gimmick? Yeah, then? I was tomahawk. Okay. Uh, but the gear was so thrown together. I had barbed wire tights and a loincloth on. It was really... And three stripes on my face. It was before I really started going yeah, into it. And like I said, it was... Counts, it works. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was literally 30 minutes before the show that I found out I was having my first match. And uh, what do you recall? So I went up there. My only offense in that match was I ducked his tie up twice. <laughs> and then he beat the piss out of me, and then I gave him a jaw jack. That was it. That was my offense. Wow. Yeah, Sopel called it for who, me. Oh, he was like, oh, oh, I gotta call this thing. Call this thing. But he look, he didn't look you in the eye once. No, he, no I, yeah, yeah. Uh, looks uh, all uh, over Brian, the place. Brian Fury student. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna, yeah. not gonna get into too much. Yeah, no. How much time are we gonna give the Todd Sopel <laughs> anyway? <laughs> Um, <laughs> so you don't remember who the guy was? You have no idea who No, was. no, actually I do. His name was Abel James. I think you were there. I, I was probably there, yeah. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. But, uh, Abel James. Uh, he was a big, bald dude. Looked like, kind of like, really jacked up. Um, he wor- he trained at uh, Top Rope um, for a while. Ryan, Ryan Waters. Drew. Yeah. Trained. Yep, yep. Um, so he did, that was like his first match too. Or he, or like third match. So they were, and he was six five and jacked out of his mind. So Man. I got squashed to him, and he actually became Delmi's personal trainer for a bodybuilding competition. Like uh, she ended up working at his gym that he worked at. Okay. And so we reconnected after years of not seeing each other through that. I would go to the gym and I'd be like, "Hey, I know you. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. beat the you, you body slam me in front of, of my parents <laughs> while Vegas was sitting in the crowd next to him, telling, "Oh, he's gonna be okay." Oh, yeah. <laughs> was it all at least safe, or did he like pummel? Oh, yeah, he, was safe. he was he safe. He was safe. Yeah, bad. I think he was. He didn't know how to. He knew he was strong, so he was being extra careful. Okay, so a little. Stuff. Mm. Yeah, no, but. It, like I said, all I did, it was maybe three minutes, and uh, all I did was duck two of his fucking, duck, ah, turn around, bunch. Bang, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we, took, I took a spear. <laughs> I, think we, I think we've all been in that position you know, yeah. early on, so that works out fine. And then you started working around here, then, then Rhode no, Island, I mean, uh, Rhode Island. Actually, my next matches were at Chaotic. Okay. And I stayed over there, and then I started working all over the Eastern Mass shit, mm-hmm. and then... Did you do like Fall River, New Bedford? Do you ever yep, do out there? Yeah, yeah. That's where I, I started. That's actually where I started. Was in New oh, yeah. Bedford and Fall River. Yeah. I did Boston a lot uh, because that's where Bo Douglas was running his shows. Right. Um, I did the APW shows for a little bit, and then it took me like two years to realize there was wrestling in Western Mass. I think, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I was two years in the business when I started I, wrestling in Western Mass, and I'm like, I've been driving out to. Boston every weekend trying to get booked when I could have been here. Is that, is that when I met you? Were you two years in? Yeah, I was two years in. No, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing to me that I that you were two years in and I hadn't because I was still working anywhere I could at that time. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. I, the last couple of years I cut it down to like two or three promotions or mm-hmm. whatever. But wow, no kidding. Yeah, no, that was two years in. Uh, I was six months in training and then I was already a year and a half into shows. Wow. Yeah. And then you found out that there was. But then I found out there was Western Mass in your backyard. Yeah, basically. and I was like, yeah. "Oh, well, this is nice. This is a little easier." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you you worked with ZPB that night. Yeah. Right. Had you ever met Zach nope. before that? Nope. He's such a great guy. I haven't uh, seen him. In, is he in Canada now? Yeah. He he goes back like he he uh, he goes there for like two months at a time because he works remote and his job doesn't care as long as the work gets done. So he can go to Canada and just stay up there. Wow. And then he comes back for like a week at a time, and then he goes back for another two months, and then he comes back. He, he's insane. He's insane. He's insane. It's like it's like an eight-hour drive for him or something like that. No, right? that's like a thirteen-hour drive. It's uh, I used to do it all the time uh, for the show that was in that town, and it's not a it's a fucking pain in the ass. How was it working up there? You know, of all the shows I've ever done, that, that's it one was of one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I think you t- uh, coined that term, and I love it every time. They, yeah, I, you know, I, I, of all that, the matches I've had, that was one of that them. That was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. So you're not working in Western Mass much now at all, uh, except for what you're doing. Yep, except for what I'm doing. So I'll, I'll, we'll backtrack this a little bit. So I remember when I was, I decided, okay, it's time for me to kind of wrap this up. You know what I mean? It's time I was old <laughs> you know? nah, you're not old you're young and spry nope 
<laughs> I am neither of those things, especially not anymore. But I was like, okay, it's you know, it's time. You know what I mean? And I remember like uh, Tunis asked me like, okay, well, you know, who do you who do you want to work with in this last time? And you were on like the short list of like people that I would want for my last match. I was like, it was like you. Uh, Billy, who wasn't working anymore at the time. I think Zach was one of them. Him, Tunis, and Aaron. I think that was like it, just because I started with Aaron, you know? Yeah. And I think that was like it. And, it, and um, I'll never forget. So, I mean, we're kind of fast forwarding because you did a lot of fun stuff in between, but I guess we can we can backtrack to that. But I'll never forget. It's like towards the end of the match, and there's a double down, and I am gassed. I'm so blown up, like I can't even think, right? <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm rolling over to you, right? I'm rolling over, and, and I, I'm just about to lean in and tell you that I'm blown up, and you go, brother, I'm blown up, brother. And I, I went, oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank God. I fucking have a hard time now. You, I was, I, I went into that match going, okay, Idol's slowing down. Yep. This is going to be, I'm going to have to work slower for him. You fucking, when we started off that first uh, as soon as the bell rang and we started going blah, 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 blah yeah, with yeah, each yeah, other, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is the fastest this guy's ever moved. Probably the fastest I've ever been in a ring with anyone. <laughs> and I was blown out of my mind. That was the fat. That was the, the fastest, the pace. I, I hadn't worked that pace in a decade. Yeah, no, that I, was, <laughs> it, I, I wasn't ready for it. So we were, I was done. It was the, I, I was yeah, gassed. Was, the energy was, was just there. And I, yeah. I, I, I Probably could have been smarter about it, but we did. We were smart. We started off like brawling around. Yeah, we were all outside stuff. the ring. As soon as we went outside the ring, I uh, I got it back. Yeah, I'm like, man, I'm gonna go in the back, and everyone's gonna shit on me for being blown up because now I'm 30 pounds heavier than I was. I then. know, dude. Uh, I'm freaking huge, so I'm I get gassed more easily. But back then, I was the thing was is that Tomahawk had a, a gas tank. He yeah. doesn't get blown up. It was go 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 right go, right go. right. You know, I was gone in that match i was very excited for the double downs to come <laughs> we did like three we did a bunch awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah some falses and yeah, stuff and yeah. it was it was a it was it was a lot of fun i remember we did that thing where it was you i think it was zach billy and wolfgar and it was the halloween show the, the cat you guys you're gonna hear the cats fighting they do that all day it's really mm -hmm. great when that happens like um <laughs> like on your lap at three in the morning that's really great when that when they fight like that it's really awesome uh and it was a halloween show and we had you guys you guys were all dressed up like a, like you, the village people it wasn't yeah. intent it was like supposed to like, like not intentionally be the village people but it was the village people yeah yeah and we did that whole spot with the with the ymca mm -hmm. like we you know it, it got the coggle we, got, we you guys uh we came out and uh what you call it? i came out first because I was the Indian, and then Billy came out with a cowboy hat and like wearing Western boots. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I was like, "What the fuck?" And <laughs> oh, well, that was the, what we were the story. The, the I'm gimmick, like, what yeah, the yeah, fuck? yeah, yeah. Then ZBB came out dressed up as a as a Rob Halford, I would say. Yeah, yeah, Pat, like, yeah, like, yeah, like biker from the Village People. Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, biker. Yeah. And then so I was like, "What the hell?" And then Wolfgar came out, and he was. He uh, shoot wasn't very happy. He was about not doing, happy at all. He did not want to do it. No. Nope. Uh, luckily, we were able to force him to come out, and with that, and I think it worked that he was so shoot mad yeah. about having to do it. So he came out all stern and grumpy face, wearing a construction fucking <laughs> thing, and he comes out into the <laughs> ring, and everyone just lost it. And then you guys came out. And you're doing blah blah blah, and then YMCA started playing. You got a conga line going yeah. around the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're in the ring going, "What the hell? What the hell?" Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. You guys jump up on the apron doing it, and then we drag in Damian Black and drop him on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now, now we're serious business. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think there's, I don't know how you feel. I think there's a fine line between. It's a great, that great line in Spinal Tap, right? Mm -hmm. You ever seen This Is Spinal Tap? Yep. There's a great line where they say there's a, a fine line between clever and stupid. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if we can just do like, it's it's at least, I think that's where I draw the line. If it's at least conceivable that this could happen, no matter how ridiculous it is, yeah, if yeah. it's conceivable that it could happen, then it's beautiful. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I no, that was, that was really good. That was a fun. <laughs> it was so fun. It was such, I loved it very, it was so good. Mm -hmm. And Marshall, it's like getting Marshall to it's not that he didn't want to do that we were just as the blues brothers right mm -hmm. yeah. like how hard is that like literally dude just get some sunglasses and a hat where you i know you have black dress pants i know you have a white shirt and a black tie i know you do right and the, the day before the show i'm like hey, we're doing this like, what what i gotta do i'm like you know what nothing okay i'll bring you a bring black pants you have a white shirt i don't you have a black tie i'll bring it i brought everything and just put them on this stuff and, I, and, and out we went and i'm like Dude, all you literally had to do was bring a shirt. 
You know, <laughs> you couldn't even. And I so, but I don't know. But it was a good time. It was a lot of fun. So, all right. So now, Iron Rip Bison. Where'd this come from? You just got tired of the tomahawk thing. Uh, I was actually doing this character as tomahawk for a year before I became Rip Bison uh, because I was I was starting to get through the grapevine. I started hearing that it's we're twenty twenty one. This gimmick is out of date yeah it's bad and uh so i was trying to make it more like the samoans yeah do, yeah where it's like oh they're samoan so i want to be like oh i'm native american but it's not my thing right 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 and i ended up a promoter straight up told me one time at his show because i was i kept going up kept going up it, it was actually i think it was it was at a limitless show because i was talking to randy carver the owner okay and uh he uh, who I who's now my boss and I love working for his show. I've worked for him for the past two years. Oh great! Um, yeah. But he told me, and I was like, "Can I have a shot? Can I have a shot?" And he finally goes and says, "Hey, I don't think I can. I like you. I like the. I like your work, but I don't think I can show your gimmick. I don't think it's uh, for internet because you know how the internet is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I finally said, "Okay." So I took a a month off from. Luckily, I, a month came up. Uh, I left there, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to grow a beard. And I'm like, well, I can't be Tomahawk if I grow a beard. Because I just stopped caring. Like, I, w- I used to be all clean-shaven and tan every day. And I was yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm going to screw this. One month, I'm just going to cra- uh, go crazy. And then I'm like, okay, I like this. I'm going to do the black trunks and black boots. It mm-hmm. worked for Austin. Yeah. It worked for Rip Bison too. So Did now really? here we are. Yep. And uh, so I, I, I messaged him because I was tagging with Perry at the time as mad, but it was Tomahawk and Perry Von Vicious. And uh, I said, hey, I have this idea for our tag match. Can I not come out as Tomahawk? Can I come out as this character, Iron Rip Bison? And Randy said, let's go. Let's see what it is. And I came out and uh, as just black trunks beard and long hair and uh it worked it just worked it was i was so comfortable wow as it and it's funny because i had a horrible stage fright that's why i love tomahawk is because i could paint my face you and stage it's like fright? terrible anxiety are you serious anxi- never like, would have guessed nope i have terrible anxiety um i don't like being in front of people i don't like uh, I think everybody's picking me apart. So you They're choose to be, prof- to be so, cl- yeah. So Tomahawk, I could paint my face and I was someone different. If I took off the face paint and put on a hat, no one knew it was me. Now I look like a giant lumberjack man uh, <laughs> and everyone knows that's Rip Bison. Hell, I uh, I realize they're, um, one of the fans or a podcaster for wrestling lives down the street from me. Oh. And he saw me coming out of my truck at work yeah. and, uh, from work and he goes, oh my gosh, Rip lives here. Like, I knew he lived in East Hampton, but I didn't realize Rip was on this thing. And I'm like, so now I have no, everyone knows it. Like, when I hang up the posters for Grind and stuff, it's like, yeah. there's me on it. Yeah. And they look at it, and I'm like, oh, you, you're this guy? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So there's no, there's no hiding anymore. So I guess that made it more comfortable for me. But, yeah, so. No oh, kidding. Yeah, because I could, like I said, even when I wore the mask at the end and stuff, I could hide. I could yeah. hide behind there, and I could just, my actions would speak for me. Yeah. But the rest of it was just. I never would have guessed oh, that yeah. because I mean you charismatic. Like I said, you can't teach that. You can't. That's the thing that you can't teach. You can teach pe- people how to take bumps. You can teach people how to put together a story in a match, and but you cannot teach them how to go out there and connect with the audience. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't tell you how many guys come up. Hey, can you watch my match for me? Sure. And I watched it, and all their work was great, but there was absolutely no connection whatsoever. That really, really surprises me. Yeah. No. I horrified i have uh, uh introvert is that what it's yeah, called yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i'm inside yeah. my shell all the time wow and, uh, so yeah it took me eight years to finally conquer that and then when i became rip and i just started being insane in my matches i started throwing things and doing the brody type yeah. thing and yeah. uh people love it and perry's kind of doing it too sort of right uh, kind of he he kind of dabbled in it um and then uh what you call he now he's making his own thing now he's not doing the rich guy thing anymore, right, which, right, was, right. which is very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we kind of we kind of did it, and then we both kind of went our separate ways. He was getting compared to me a lot. Really, they were like, "Oh, he's just trying to be Rip Bison." That's and, a shame. And yeah, and so he was like, "Okay, well, I need to back off on the spikes and the leather, right? And let's make it my own thing, right, right, and right." So now it's working for him. At least he's ha- at least he's the most comfortable he's ever been with a gimmick. At what he told me, I think <laughs> so. I think when. 
He's himself. He's not being. He's not portraying something. He's being himself. Right. That like weird Disney still, monster truck. Yeah. Star Wars fan, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? He's still goofy, but also violent, and and it, it's a lot of fun. I can say that I I think we the last couple of years that I that I worked, I think I worked with like you and Perry more than anybody. You know, and I, yeah. it was always it was always a lot of fun. You know, mm-hmm. it was a, it was a it was a really good time. It was easy, e- wicked easy. Uh, but easy. Did you, I mean, I I usually. It was easy. I think it was just like I, I. We're on the same wavelengths. Yeah, I, I was. I liked having a heel that I that was going to do, what we needed them to do. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. And mm-hmm. and I think with your training, uh, I think we we were kind of like even though generations apart or at least a generation apart, mm-hmm. I think we were still kind of cut from the same cloth. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, Perry was always he was always funny. I think he really enjoyed that first thing he was doing for a while. It lasted for a bit, the rich guy thing. Yeah. He was able to get some heat, but I'm glad he switched it up. Me, I'm, I was way too lazy. I was Johnny Idol from the word go, and I just never yeah, changed. Yeah, but your gimmick was good. What was the so gimmick? So what do you have to change? What was it? You were a rock star fucking... I honestly think that your gimmick was that you were a rock star or a legend. Like, you had already done everything, and my idea of Johnny Idol was like, okay, this guy's done everything, and now he's just here to fucking, you know. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. That's fun. He does not care what the outcome is. He's here, you know. <laughs> like, that's what, <laughs> he's, the, he's the rock legend. You know, you see him, he's like Lemmy. You were Lemmy. Lemmy, <laughs> Lemmy yeah. from Motorhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, you I'll were, take it. Yeah, you were the, the Lemmy. The, you were, the, the grizzled old guy that can still go out there and do something. Yep, yeah. Right, I'll take and it. And he doesn't, and he goes, fuck you to everybody, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's very Johnny Idol. You're right. People always ask me when, 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 when Johnny Idol was a heel, people would ask me, like, what is it? I go, well, you know how, like, you know how, like, if you, you don't like somebody and you say, God, I, I want to punch that guy in the face, but you don't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, Johnny Otto would do it. You know what I mean? But then, and then when I was a baby face and he had that guy like, mm, God, that guy needs a punch in the face, Johnny Otto would do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was lucky enough to be able to not really have to change the gimmick so much to, to be able to go be a baby face, you know? Yeah. You know what I wanted to touch on too before we move on to what you're doing now? I... We, I think we could have gotten, I think we did get three minutes out of literally standing in the ring while half the crowd chanted Johnny Idol and the other half chanted Tomahawk. Yeah. Back and forth like that. I think that was, that yeah. was a big thing. Like that was really, really cool. Yeah. That, that 200 people sounded like five. It was pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty no, awesome. They were, that also was that venue. That venue was great. That venue was awesome. It's now a fencing school full time. Is can't, it really? You, uh, they only rent out the downstairs because I wanted to call them about, our first show, and they're That's like, crazy. "Yeah, no, we o- you can only rent out downstairs." Upstairs. Why? Who fences? I, well, I mean, I'm <laughs> fence, but couldn't they use a little extra revenue? Yeah, no, Do they, they still sold have a bar? the upper. Ha- no, yeah, the oh. bar and downstairs is still the uh, American Legion. They don't own the upstairs anymore. That's the they sold it to the fencing. Right. Yeah. So why does why doesn't the fencing? I I messaged them. They they were uh, kayfabe. Totally kayfabe. Oh yeah, didn't even respond. And I'm like, okay, well. I mean, I was going to give you money to run a show here. Literally, and, we need. And, to, yeah, one evening that you're not making any money, we can yeah, make you some money. I know you're not doing it on a Friday night, so yeah. you know. I think that's how we ended up getting shows at um, at Max Cap, maximum capacity in Chicopee. Mm-hmm. Well, I I had played there a zillion times, mm-hmm. so I knew the owner at the time, and we went in. It was like a Friday night. And nothing was going on in that big room upstairs. Nothing was happening. I'm like, how are you not making money with this room right now? You know what I mean? Yeah, on Friday, right? Yeah, a Friday Mm. night. There's it's dark. There's nothing going on. He's got people downstairs, and I'm like, this is insane. Mm -hmm. Let's why don't we? And that's how we're able to do it. Okay, moving on. (laughs) Now, talk about your promotion a little bit. How did this go? Oh, pro wrestling grind. Um, How did it go? Uh, ten years happen. I guess uh, I ten ask. years of bitterness, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, a little bit of uh, uh, selfishness, and uh, being at. Uh, I've been at so many shows, good shows, bad, bad shows. shows. Yeah. I've been behind the scenes of like MLW and ROH. I've seen what a high production value is. Yeah, and I've been to the fair shows up in Maine that were in a covered in cow shit. In the yeah, rings in the literally. middle, of, the rings in the middle of the cow show fucking yeah, thing, yeah, and you have to yeah. walk on the mats because there's cow shit everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've seen this, <laughs> and i I started pricing out things to be like, okay, what? How much does doing something good cost? Because you know, promoters always complain about not having money, right? So I wanted to be like, okay, 
how much would it cost if I get everything at the beginning? Because I got everything at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and I realized if you save some money, which yeah. luckily I had saved money for it, uh, and with Delmi's help too, she was she had money saved. I went and I bought everything, and I'm like, this is easy. This is, yeah. Why doesn't everybody do this? Why doesn't everybody put in the time and effort into doing this? And so then we're like, okay, well, let's run a show because if it's easy enough to buy a ring and everything, it should be easy enough to book people. Well, luckily for 10 years, me and Delmi were getting really good relationships with very good wrestlers. Maybe you should say who Delmi is. is really oh, uh, Delmi XO is uh, my girlfriend and uh, what you would call it, and a wrestler as well. Yeah. And uh, actually, you were there when she first started training because she was a Doug Summers student. Yeah. And uh, so you, you actually saw her, her, one of her first matches was at PVP. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, nice. It was at South Hadley show. So oh, okay. Yeah, actually, you've been here. You've been around for her entire career. That's cool. <laughs> I, I, I I'm very fond of Delmi. I yep. think she's a great person. She's a really her and her sister too. They're yeah. just really really great people. Yeah. So okay. So so uh, what you call it uh, through our relationships in wrestling? Because for some reason this prick has friends <laughs> in this business still. Even though I burnt some bridges, but we've know. all look at we've uh, all burnt bridges. But it gets down to it, you're heck them. But we had some uh, good things, and we just asked if they were available, and we were going to try something, and it Here worked. Are. It worked. It worked. So, and you're about to do your third, third show. your third show, which is, which is the, what's the January twenty first, January twenty first at the Pulaski right. Club in East Hampton, Mass. Yes, cool. Yeah. Go, yes, go, folks. everyone, <laughs> come. That we have. It's a f- amazing card. Uh, from top to bottom, I'm actually very excited. I'm, I'm gonna make my no, kayfabe. I'm gonna make myself the first match because anyway, I want to watch the whole show. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, what oh wow. Um, so I can sit there and because usually I, I, I usually I try to go on, on first half so I can watch the end. But no, this one I want to watch the whole show. I think it's gonna be amazing. But that also means that it's probably going to go to hell and something a light's gonna fall on somebody's head and the ring's gonna implode. And you know what though? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I don't know if you ever. Oh, shit, I think I have a, an acoustic gig next Friday. Son of bitch. I don't have to see. I can't remember if I do or not. If I don't, I'm going to go. I'm gonna, so I can't even tell you how many times I was like, I worked on shows, and they're like, oh, this is going to keep this going, blah, blah, blah. One off, maybe two off. So you're on a, right, you're on a, you're on a roll. You're doing well. <laughs> like I said, we're going to keep running until we run out of money. Yeah. And yeah. right now I have a, like I said, I've had a very good job for the past Ever since I started wrestling, I've been welding. Yeah. So yeah. I have a very good paying job. So the money's never, and I'm not going to quit it because right. wrestling doesn't make me enough money. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not going to quit it. So it's paying for, for everything. And obviously the show will start eventually paying for itself. And uh, we're just going to see what happens. But yeah. I did also selfishly want to start running shows because there were so many people I want to wrestle. Yeah, that from my travels, I've met so many people from yeah. down south, Texas, uh, California guys, yeah. um, can- Canadian guys. I've met that I really want to wrestle, and I'm like, no one's booking these matches. Yeah. No one wants to book these matches, and no one was booking me. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they think I'm too expensive or what, but who knows? Or maybe I, I think people have their group and they just stick to it. Yeah. They don't. Know, they don't want to take a chance yeah, on anybody. It's, it's like the territories. Yeah, yeah, they don't right. Want to go outside of it. So I'm right. like, well, you know what? I'm going to bring these people in. I'm going to have my matches that I want to have. Awesome. Yeah, so here we are. <laughs> so you, you you said before, like, I don't know, why aren't more people doing this? I can tell you why I never did it, because there was no wrestling out this way at the mm-hmm. time. When I started, everything was out east or, or up in, like, Vermont and New Hampshire. There was nothing in western Massachusetts, you know. And then when I started going for a while, I'm like, why aren't you running shows? I can tell you exactly why I, don't, why I never ran shows. I can tell you exactly why. People asked me to be their booker before. People, and I didn't want to deal with wrestlers, okay? Wrestlers are dickheads, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right? All right? Yes. Wrestlers have this amazing ability to forget that they're entertainers, okay? And they try to make every match all about them. And I'm like, fuck you. And I just couldn't do it. I'm like, do you have any idea how many times I was in my underwear in front of people because my pants got ripped off or whatever? And it's like, you forget, you know, that, that you're an entertainer. And I just didn't want to deal with it. So I'm like, you deal with it. And I watched the people dealing with it getting stressed out from what? Dealing with wrestlers, you know? Yeah. I actually got future endeavored one time. Literally got a, got a, got a text message back saying, good luck in your future endeavors. Just because I couldn't make it to a show. I think I was hurt or something or sick or something. And I, I got in touch and I got, I got a, a text back. Good luck got, in your future endeavors. I got that from, uh, uh, I don't know if he listens to the podcast. Uh, Sheldon Goldberg did that. Really? Yeah, because I was taking tuna states. 
and one of the dates was on his show and he wasn't paying me as much as Tunis was and Tunis was 15 minutes down the road and it was for the tag belts that Tunis was debuting. Yeah. And so I told and Goldberg was just going to have me do whatever in Boston and I was like, "Hey, this match is kind of important. It's my home promotion. Can I do it?" And he said, "Well, if you're not going to take NECW serious, then I guess we don't need you anymore." Wow. And, yeah, so that's how I ended my career there. Wow. Um, I worked for Sheldon for a long time, and I loved I loved working for Sheldon. He and I at one point in time had had just a, a brief issue, and I uh, moved away from NECW. And if I'm being honest, I probably shouldn't have. I put it, probably should have stayed there because then I was I was taken someplace else where I was never really um, appreciated. I think I I don't really I'm not going to name any names because I I I am friends with this person, but I feel as though I was basically just there to teach their students how to work in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. what I did. I had, you know, I had this this wicked green guy for three months, and this wicked green guy for three months, this wicked green guy for three months, and guess what? That's really hard. You know, you work with somebody like that, and it's like going six minutes with somebody like that is like going eighteen with somebody who can work. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean? It's like it's like way way harder. Okay, back to grind. So your your style is a little different from what normal like independence would do. Correct? Are you doing like more based on like a Japanese style? Yeah, a very. Uh, we call, we actually I love the term uh, piro or pirasu or ever how, however you pronounce it. I have no it idea. Yeah. Because my tongue is <laughs> yeah, too yeah, much yeah. of a drunk. Yeah. Anyways, um, but I like that. I like the idea of pro wrestling being competitive and sport like. Yeah. But I don't want it to be Enochiaism, where it's like, oh, this is MMA and you're, everyone's just gonna sit in a wrist lock. No, yeah. I like the idea of like that fighting spirit and stuff. So I'm like, and I know the shows around here. Don't necessarily do that. Right. Tunis was always more old school. Yeah. WWE and Blitz is uh, Leary at Blitz is more of a. He has some competitive matches. Yes. Yeah. But he's more of a party show. It's like a big let's go together and celebrate wrestling. Yeah, yeah, type yeah. Thing, and it's like let's have fun. It's a good time. Like, that, no, this is a Blitzkrieg Pro that we've Blitzkrieg had. Pro. We've had Jeremy on here. He was just our listeners. If you that he was on. So okay, yeah. go. Uh, what you recall? Yeah, he uh, he has that niche. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do that. Right. I also. Like I said, I've never, I, I've never enjoyed doing the party wrestling stuff. Anyways, and I'm not shitting on it. I just, right, right. I, I yeah. can't have, I can't go out there and be fake with fans and ching mm-hmm. beers and dance and sing. And that was stuff. pretty much my whole gimmick in Blitzkrieg Pro. That yeah. was my whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Literally, no, I can't, I can't do that. I want right. to go out there and the match is more important to me. And if the fans like the match and I did my job, that's uh, right. That's right. what I like doing. Um, so I was looking at it. I'm like, well, let's do a, a Japanese style like old all Japan and stuff. Let's do that here. And um, so we uh, we did that. We do the Japanese turnbuckle uh, oh, boxing cool. pads. And oh, everything. cool. We painted our ring up. It looks nice. It actually looks like... the so gr- you, you bought a ring now. You got your own ring now, fine? Yep. Okay, good for yep. you. It's Great. actually underneath a tarp in my uh, on a trailer in my yard right now waiting for next week before I have to return the trailer. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> I, I really need to invest in an enclosed one. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So snow doesn't get all over. Yeah, right, But anyways, right. um, yeah, no, we have a brand new ring. Not it's not used. It was custom made. It took like eight months to put it oh, yeah. in. Uh from Monster Rings and Cage. Everything's brand new. So good. Great rings, man. Uh, so good. Yeah, no. Th- this is the old school style that breaks down into the nine foot sections. It's not nice. eighteen, so Perfect. everybody yeah. can just carry a piece and it's That's super, great. Uh it's I love it. I'm so happy with the money that we spent on things. We have guardrails, we have an entrance with wow. sliding doors like in WC. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I I saw, yeah. We have lights, we have smoke machines. I might invest in one of those indoor fire. Oh yeah. Could that yeah. You, it doesn't turn off the smoke detectors. I don't know how it works, but I just know that you can do it inside of buildings. Yeah, wow. Um, so I want to do that. I want the production to be something that you don't see. Yeah, and like everything's going to be for uh I we just started putting our shows up on IWTV. Okay. Um, so now everybody can watch it. And I just want our our product to look different than other independents. I want to yeah. show that you can have an independent promotion that has production value. It's not oh, yeah. just a couple cameras on a ring, you know. There's Jim and Cornette just would some say pipe and drape. No, I want it mud to Mud show. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, but, that's great. Yeah, so uh, I'm trying to – I put a lot of pride into this, and uh, I think it shows. I, yeah. I love it. Like, we even have lights on light stands shining into the ring. And oh, turn wow. And the light. And everything. Uh, That's a and cool we vibe. Try to, yeah, we try to make it feel like wrestling is the 
that is the what we're giving you. Yeah. Like, we're not going to try to cover it up as a fundraiser or anything. Right, right, like, right. What is your product? Wrestling. Yeah. It's not wrestling and it's just wrestling. That's a great building too. Uh, it, I know it, it, I tell people all the time and they don't really get it until, they, until they're there, but it, the way a building sounds is kind of important mm-hmm. too. You know, when you're building like that, that's that's kind of just open and, mm-hmm. and but just big enough. Yeah. And then when you hit the mat, it sounds like a bomb is going off. And, and the, it, we had maybe... We our first show there because this is actually our second time going back. We have had three shows. We had to go to another building for November. Okay, um, but we're going back to Pulaski, and we're probably going to stay there um, more often than going to Northampton because Northampton building small. What was that? The Deuce? No, no, no. The Elks that closed, right? In the Flo- yeah, the Deuce oh. is closed. It's the Elks, and it's technically Florence, but it's Northampton. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, I, pl- I played there one day. Yeah, I had uh, yeah. a gig there one time. It was terrible. It's like a block away from my mom's house. Yeah, <laughs> I should have I told her. She probably would have gone and said hi. <laughs> Yeah, um, but that building's good too. It, it, that show came out actually. I like that production a little bit better than the first show production. But the the vibe at the first show was amazing, and we sold out the show at the door. Oh wow! Um, we only had, let's say, if we had two hundred tickets available, we didn't get nearly half that mm. for pre sales on right. Eventbrite. And I was like, okay, well, we can. It's going to be dark. We can make the cameras look like you're not going to even notice. And then at the door, the place actually f- filled up to the point where we were getting complaints that everyone was way too close together. Wow. Uh, not wow. not because of social distancing. It was just because of the barricades and everything. We made space so people can do dives on all four sides. Right, right, right. And stuff that the rows were small, and so everyone was kind of crammed in. So this time, I actually have to bring the barricades in closer and move the ring off center so we can fit, hopefully fit more seats so that people are more wow, comfortable in the crowd. Wow, good for you. That's great. So, yeah, no, it was, people couldn't walk in that place. That's a good problem to have, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. I think there was probably about 180 people in Good that feel. small building, and it sounded like there was five thousand people yeah, in there. Yeah, it that's was, awesome. It was awesome. If it's if, if it's the building is right, it's electric. It yeah. sound it just it's it it feels awesome. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, good for you. Yeah, but, we're doing something, you know. Yeah, so it's pro wrestling grind, right? Yep, pro wrestling grind. Look it up, guys. You're on all the social meds. On the, I have uh, Twitter, Instagram. Facebook. We have a YouTube. I am too lazy to cut individual matches out, so go on IWTV and uh, okay. All right. Call. We actually have a promo code for Grind. It's Grind saves you some money at the up subscription page. Oh wow, uh, cool. Which we'll call. So yeah, right on. Well, is there anything you want to touch on before we uh, move on to the next part of the show? No, I I got nothing, man. I'm just enjoy having a fun time. Yeah, me this too. Is good. This me is too. Fun. Maybe we'll play some Mario Kart in a little while. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the final three. Pew pew pew. pew. All right, these are the final three questions of the podcast. Because this is your first time here, we're able to go back to our original question. We had, Now we do this whole different thing with culinary cards and stuff. Just cause oh, we, just, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, now we do, <laughs> but our original uh, question one was, how do you take your coffee? Oh, I don't drink coffee. Wow. I'm insane. You don't drink coffee? I don't drink coffee, I am, but I am addicted to caffeine. Okay, so Any what do you... Sort, uh, pre-workouts, energy drinks, anything... I just do like I drink so much caffeine that it doesn't even wake me up anymore. <laughs> I just like the taste, which is <laughs> yeah. insane because caffeine doesn't taste like anything. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I'm so stimmed up all the time. <laughs> that, that explains a lot. That, to be honest with you, yeah. <laughs> I'm so stimmed up all the time that when people take my blood pressure, they go, "You should be passed out. Your blood, your pace is so wow, so, so low." I was wrestling in New York once. And they they got they have to you have mm-hmm. to do the medic there because mm-hmm. of the commission which is bullshit. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah. And he was doing it, and he checked me three times in a row, and he's like, "You should be on the ground. Your blood pressure's so low." So one, he was probably doing it wrong, and two, I'm just so stimmed up all the time. I'm so stimmed up all the time that Billy King told me you should never do cocaine because it wouldn't do anything for you; just be wasting money. <laughs> <laughs> It's so great. I, I, that's hilarious. I could. I had the opposite happen to me. We. I was going up. I was wrestling once or twice a month up in Portland, Maine, mm-hmm. and it was always like on a Friday. So how much traffic do you hit? It, it would take us like. It, I would be stuck in traffic getting there 10 minutes before yeah. showtime. No matter how early we left, we would still get stuck in traffic. I had a giant ass coffee on the way up, right? And I walked in, and then we, you'd have to go get your blood pressure taken. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, it's going to be 120 over 80. It's going to be blah, 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 you know. And they go, what'd you say it's going to be? 120 over 80. They go, why don't you go lay down for a little while and come back? We'll try this again. I said, okay. You know, it's a- 
<laughs> no, that's good. <laughs> not, not great. That was not great. All right, question two. Uh, have you watched anything interesting lately? Without any spoilers, do you have any thoughts? I can pause this if you need me to. If you guys no, think about it. Uh, I don't. I don't watch anything new. I don't get into new stuff. I have my niche things. Like I, I, I go back and I rewatch stuff all the time. That's fine. Well, and uh, you can do that too. Well, I, okay. I just did the Lord of the Rings extended editions again because. <laughs> Delmi loves those because I got her into that, yep. and I just love going back. I've, I think I've watched those movies about three billion times a piece. Really? And uh, what's your favorite one? Oh, uh, I like Return of the King. I Same. think that's my favorite one. But yeah. uh, Two Towers was the first one I watched, and yeah. I like the fellow. I like them all. They can't go wrong. I even like the Hobbits. Yeah. When oh they yeah. Came out, and everyone's shit all over that. Yeah, I get it. They didn't use the real orcs like they did in. Lord of the Rings, Whatever. but yeah, you know that's expensive. That's all that costuming and stuff, and those poor bastards are walking around with these uh, in the New Zealand and shit. Um, yeah, so I w- I was fine with that. I actually like those movies. I do too. I like uh, the Hobbit. So it, I just did a rewatch of those. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I go back and I watch Scrubs every once in a while. Really? And stuff. Oh, I love Scrubs. Except for that last season, that doesn't count. I don't think uh, I watched the last season. I don't, don't like it though. Don't. don't. It was don't. that bad. No. Yeah. It was. It. I don't think it. I think that's also the common uh, uh, really thing amongst Scrub fans is that that season doesn't exist. Uh, yeah, I just do a lot of rewatching. I watch old wrestling. I, I do. Do you watch much World of Sport at all? I actually hate World of Sport. Do you really? I think I like Hokey Carney. Yeah. I think a lot of that shit is just boring. I I did shoot. So when they're trying to say that, oh, they're doing the holds and stuff. None of those holds that they do aren't even close to being yeah, real. They say the same thing in, in, in American style wrestling too. They yeah, I, yeah, thing. but at least American style, I get behind it being flashy and what you call it. There's some yeah. flashes and stuff, but I just find World of Sport to be boring. Really? Yeah. I now agree. I don't watch a lot of it, but I do find a few that I do watch. Like I watch Finley. Oh and, yeah, I like, yeah Finley. Uh, I like. Well, he always transgressed every style. Yeah. Right. Stuff. Um, so like, yeah, I appreciate those guys. I appreciate Johnny Saint and all those guys too, but I can't watch their stuff. I can watch clips of their stuff. Like if they do a neat little reversal, I can do that. I can't watch a whole match. I think like I, I, (laughs) I watched Finley and Johnny Saint and, and I couldn't stand the way Johnny Saint sold. He would just lay there flat spread out flat knees straight arms out straight and everything. And I'm like, it doesn't, I mean, if somebody pummels you with something do you just lay there like that or yeah, you, you know curl up into a ball you curl up into mm-hmm. a ball and, and, and look like you're in pain you yeah, know yeah. but were you were, did you do the um were you at the uh the ricky steamboat seminar yeah i was there you were there yeah, yeah. i remember and and steamboat regarded as like one of the best ever uh called called uh, uh finley like a brilliant psychologist he yeah. called him and an amazing worker so yeah awesome okay uh question three do you have a local small business that you would like to plug that you're not directly affiliated with. Oh, damn. Way. I was going to say Pro Wrestling Grind. I, I, I'm going to um, give you a chance to promote that, too. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Anything. It could be a restaurant. could be a... Uh, no, I just my... If, if you go to East Hampton, there's a lot of... There's actually too much to list. I, I think East Hampton's a great little town. Yeah. There's a bunch of great bars. There's They have a ton of breweries there. Yeah. Now, I think there's three in yeah, town now. I think you're right. They got the Insta thing. I'm not a big weed smoker, but I know a lot of people. I know Johnny Torres comes up and visits yeah. me all the time, and he always stops there. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what you call There's just a lot of neat little things to do. So if you ever want to just have a good day out and get some grub and drink some stuff, uh, go to East Hampton, Mass. Yeah. And, uh, it's, I really just love that place. Is Ever that- since I moved there yeah. um, in with Delmi and we moved there, I've just... I've is that where I, you grew up? I grew up in Southampton. So okay. my dad grew up in East Hampton. I'm actually living at the house that my dad grew up in. Oh, okay. And um, but yeah, no. Ever since I moved in there, and now I'm on my own in that town, I realize how great it is. It's so, a great town. I, I love that town. It's actually Whoville. Doctor <laughs> Seuss wrote Whoville about East Hampton. No. Mount Tom is the Grinch's mountain. Get out of here. Nope. Yep. No kidding. Yep, that's uh, East Hampton is Whoville. That and is the one of the lives on Mount Tom. That's one of the coolest things I've ever. For those of you that don't know, uh, right now we're in West Springfield, Massachusetts, and Doctor yeah. Seuss was from Springfield, Massachusetts, right, or from the area, yeah, right? Holyoke, yeah. I thought. Holyoke, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. What's that restaurant? There's all those great places right there by the Rotary there. Um, uh, oh, what is it? Galaxy. Oh yeah, they've been there forever. <sighs> yeah. 
Have you been? Oh uh, yeah, I've been there once. That place is awesome. Yeah, love that spot. Yeah, they have Amy's place uh, too. That's a good place. Um, it used to be called uh, Glory Days, but it was Glen. It's now the Glendale Grill. That's a good place to go in East Hampton. Um, hell, actually, just down Union Street, there's a bunch of places now. They have the Veracruzana Mexican restaurant there. That place is amazing yeah i want to go there I, I went to the one in northampton and it, i want to go to the i heard this place is good yeah that's what i heard yeah. so i want to go it's also there. huge inside i think i could fit a ring in there really, really? <laughs> maybe i'll have to run a show maybe. a lucha show at the mexican restaurant Something, right yeah no <laughs> uh, yeah i just it, i can't say enough about east hampton i like i i love it it makes living in massachusetts easy it's a great <laughs> little grocery store right there in the yeah, center the and then yeah and then there's uh the, the what is it the ice cream shop that's down there um uh, the tasty top yeah 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 yep. have you been to the uh the butcheria what is it um corsello butcheria yep yeah, great little spot yep, yep. Cool. No, See, yeah it, it's just if it, if there's anything local that i i plug there i love going to um it's now called sevens but it's uh, it was whiskers yep yeah i, I played there whiskers. once yep uh brass cats right there the only problem i have with brass cats because is that after five they become cash only which oh. i think is annoying because i run out of cash nobody has cash luckily they have an atm there but anyways um yeah yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. walking up there and do cash only but yeah no i love whiskers whiskers is actually they know me on site i walk in there they're pouring me drink oh uh, <laughs> uh, do you know uh uh, uh courtney yep I, yeah yeah yep. i know courtney yep. i love courtney i used to work with her at another place she's great yeah. courtney's the best yeah love courtney she doesn't give two fucks but she, zero and, fucks yep zero fucks but she loves her people shit. yep yeah yeah yep. she's great love her no, I love everybody there. That's a great little spot. Cool, man. Well, all right. Well, plug your stuff, man, before we wrap it up. Go all for right. it. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on my personal pages, uh, Iron Rip Bison on Instagram and Twitter. You just search me in there. Uh, and then follow Pro Wrestling Grind at Grind Piro on Twitter, at Grind Piro on Instagram. Uh, Grind what? At Grind Piro. 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 Uh, grind, P-U-R-O. Okay. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram because I was able to get the, that fucking thing without nice. having to do a one, two, three, four, five after it. Yeah, so yeah, that was yeah. kind of cool. Nice. Um, I, we have a YouTube page that's eventually going to get up and going. Uh, go on IWTV, use promo code GRIND, get some money off, watch us on there, and then watch all the other independent shows on there because they have a great catalog of really good stuff. It's not, I don't think there's much bad on there. So Right on. Um, yeah, so just, hey, support us, man. Yeah. <laughs> Support these folks, guys. It's uh, it's a great product being put out by great people, so get, check them out. And uh, if you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Idle Chat Podcast. Do us a favor. Go out and do something cool for somebody. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for doing this, buddy. Yeah, thank you, Idle, for having me. All right, man.